0: Hello fellow humans, welcome to my podcast Human Better 365 for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host Sabrina Victoria. If you are new to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button for weekly motivational content that is sure to jumpstart your day. On this podcast, we cover the four pillars of human needs, that is mental, emotional, and physical health, relationships, Prosperity and joy. Today, we are talking about a few things regarding staying productive versus being on autopilot and the myth of the multitasker. That's me. <laughs> Join me. Human Better 365, the only podcast that will create undeniable results in long term growth. Regain control of your time, get organized. Prepare for the future, all while having a life full of purpose. Because managing your time means managing your life. And now your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, you gorgeous humans. I certainly hope you guys are having a fantastic day today. Um, It has been a crazy, crazy week for me. Uh, All good things. I always make sure that no matter what's going on, whether it's quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad, that I always view it and focus on the good in life. There is absolutely no benefit to viewing your life in a negative way. There's zero. There's zero benefit. It literally makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I learned that a very, very long time ago. And I um, embrace positivity all the time. So I've got a ton of stuff going on Human Better 365, which is you guys, and uh, programs that I'm creating, and so much good stuff is happening within our community. Facebook Live, if you're not following it right now, is Human Better 365. And... Um, Jacket Junkie is my fashion slash design um, website, I guess, that I'm working on right now to uh, do very similar things with items that I have been doing in Human Better 365. So the empath in me... (laughs) Just basically wants to transform and save everything that she can possibly save. So I recently got into the fashion design industry. I am having so much fun taking the power and the confidence that I've gained over my life and making these beautiful, beautiful pieces. Um, Follow me on Jacket Junkie on uh, Facebook. I do not have the website up and running yet. It is actually being created at the moment. So there is no website, but it will be launching September 13th with 13 items, um, all based on empowering, bold, um, renewing, everything that I teach here on the Human Better 365 platform. So. The reason I picked the topic that I picked today, as far as working in autopilot, being very productive, multitasking, and I've done a podcast on this previously, speaking of similar things, but I kind of revisited it today um, because I am doing so much and I. Feel as if I work best doing so much. But sometimes, just like all of us, I need to be reminded of my faults and reminded of where I need to um, do better in life in order to be more productive, in order to, to find more joy, and to meet the foundation of my life that I need to meet, which is staying organized, time management, procrastination organization Um, that's the foundation of human better 365 so I like to kind of go back to the roots and remind myself of what I'm doing and how I could be doing it even better than how I'm doing it now so um wanted to bring the information to you because obviously I learned a ton as per usual and I uh, thought it would be beneficial to you, whether it's at home or whether it is at the workplace. So um, one of my favorite quotes by Seneca is, to be everywhere is to be nowhere. And that hit home for me because I truly, like in my soul, believe that I am capable of doing all the things all the time. And I need to be brought back and humbled sometimes to realize that that is impossible. They have done several, several studies um, in several different areas of the world on productivity, on multitasking. And this is the thing. It's the same thing over and over and over again. You cannot, (laughs) you cannot... Do multiple things at the same time and be super productive. It's just impossible. So (laughs) those of you out there that believe that you are a multitasker, those of you out there that believe that um, you're capable of doing several things at one time, I am here to burst your bubble and I'm here to let you know that actually our brains switch back And forth back and forth back and forth and I actually do this really awesome exercise with my clients when I go to businesses and I speak about um, multitasking and being productive in the workplace and I have them write out the sentence I'm great at multitasking and then right underneath that they write the numbers 1 through 20 so I I am a great multitasker and then 1 through 20 and they um, do it rather quickly it's very easy but then I tell them to write the same exact sentence but only writing the first character of each line back and forth so you write I and then 1, and then A, and then 2, and then M, and then 3, and you go back and forth. And what happens is it becomes very, very apparent that going back and forth, even between a minimal task of writing a letter and a number, and you're copying it, you're copying it from the two sentences that you wrote above, it's very, very difficult The time pretty much doubles, if not triples, and the probability of there being a mistake, almost a mistake, some sort of a scratch out, some sort of a, oh, that was supposed to be a four, but it was actually a, you know, a letter or whatever it is, um, becomes greater. And this is what they found. They found that individuals that claim to be multitaskers that's me, actually make way more mistakes during their work day than an individual who is productive and stays within one task at a time. So this is something that I have become way better at. Like, I have really drilled this into my subconscious mind as far as when I'm working on one thing, when I'm talking to one person, when I'm on the phone, when I'm listening to a podcast, when I'm um, having a very serious or concerning conversation with, with a client or with my spouse or with my son, I make sure that the phone is away, any dinging is away, and my thoughts and my mind are concentrating on that one thing fully. And this is what happens when you consciously decide to make that switch, where you are wholeheartedly paying attention to the task that you are supposed to be mainly paying attention to at that time. Number one, the person that you're talking to feels more heard. And the relationship in a whole becomes way more, um, or the conversation at least even becomes way more special, Um, the tug and pull of not feeling as if you um, got what you paid for or in a relationship that you're in the relationship that you want. Uh, becomes basically absolute, absolute, absolute? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, is that, I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, because when you are in that conversation, the person that you're talking, multitasking in general is not something that you want to, number one, be... Um what is the word? Be uh, married to. You want to be known for being productive. And being productive means staying on one task at a time. So if your job consists of, um, let's say, drawing, and also checking emails and also checking voicemails and also getting to your boss. And also, um, you wanna make sure you check in with your wife and also you're homeschooling your kids right now. There's a million things that you need to be constantly going back and forth with. What I'm gonna challenge you to do this week, along with all of the other things that I'm constantly challenging you guys to do, is when you are in the middle of doing a task. Challenge yourself to do that task fully and complete and focused for 45 minutes straight. Even if you have to put a timer on, refrain from checking your phone, refrain from checking your email, refrain from going to the boss, refrain from telling your kids that they need to be concentrating and doing diligently this one thing for 45 minutes, Um, refrain from eating Eating is another thing. And that's one thing that I have a huge issue with. I love eating during the day. Um, but what happens is you, it always takes, and it doesn't seem like it takes, but it always takes five to 30 seconds to get back to what you were actually doing. It might not seem that way, but it actually takes that long to get back on task, to even remember where you were, what you're doing. And you can um, relate with me, relate to me on this. If you think about it, even if you run to the bathroom and you come back, you stare at your desk and you think, what was I just doing? Oh yeah, okay, I was doing this. Okay, now where am I in this? And then before you get like reacquainted with what you're doing, many times another trigger goes off in your head of, oh, well, while I'm still cutting this, why don't I check my phone? Why don't I check my email? Why don't I check my voicemails? Um, why don't I grab a little bite to eat since so I just washed my hands? Whatever it is, it's so much easier to get distracted. So what I'm going to ask you to do is, Is during your workday or at home with your family or while you're talking to your spouse or while you're at lunch with your best friend make sure that you're diligently paying attention to whatever the one thing is that you're doing for a full 45 minutes now when you first do this I recommend putting a timer on because you're going to be constantly checking the clock as to whether or not 45 minutes has gone by and that in itself is going to be a distraction. So put 45 minutes on your phone, alarm, turn all the other dingers off and then do what you're doing for 45 minutes. Now this is also going to be difficult and my spouse can actually relate to this one because um, other people will try to distract you. When you're at work, when you're at home, other people, they're not doing it on purpose but they want attention. Everyone wants attention. Everyone wants to be heard. Bosses like to come up with meetings. Um, Employees like to chit chat about what's going on at home. What's going on with this? What's going on with the boss? And there's constant little chit chat stuff. You're going to have to ignore. And I laugh about this because this happens sometimes. I work from home um, a percentage of the time And there's many times when my spouse will say something to me and he'll like, um, I'll be diligently working on something and he'll say, Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. And I will literally ignore or literally say, acknowledge him, but then not go running to him because it's so easy to allow the empath in me to want to. Uh, fix or to want to help or to want to be there for somebody. But in actuality, what you're doing is you're messing up your productivity. And if you're not producing, if you're not being productive during your day, at the end of the day, it's very easy to be um, upset with yourself, to be frustrated with yourself, to feel as if, um, you didn't get done all the things that you wanted to get done. But then when you look back at your day, you're like, well, I helped this person while well, I was doing this for that person. And I was running here for that person. And I was doing this for that. And you're like, well, I got a lot done. So I was productive because I got a lot done. But were you really being productive or were you multitasking? Were you getting distracted? Were you procrastinating but calling it being productive. See, the people in our lives, they don't mean to interrupt. The employee next to you, I remember I used to work at this um, SMG directory. It was Yellow Pages um, advertising. And um, the the cubicle next to me was an older woman who loved to freaking talk. Love to talk. Now, I'm not Mrs. Chatterbox in my workplace because I love to work. I love to get stuff done. My issue is I'm always doing several things at once. So it's not that I'm being Miss Chatty Cathy. I've never been one of those people, but I will be the person that I was talking about as far as, you know, supposed to be concentrated on this one thing. And then I'm like, oh, I got to check my email. Oh, I have to check my phone. Oh, I have to... Um, run this errand Uh, and I'm going back and forth between a hundred different things. But on top of that, which we already deal with in the workplace or at home um, is people in our lives that are constantly trying to interrupt what we're trying to do in order to stay productive during our lives. And this woman next to me every single day would insist on giving me a rundown of what happened the day before with her family, with her spouse, with her hip or whatever it was. And it would, it would clog up so much of my time, but I am such an empath, which I was unaware of at the moment, um, or at that time (coughs) that I would literally sit there and listen to her. And I guarantee every single day, I can literally guarantee every single day that at least two or more hours was dedicated to listening to this woman talk about her life or gossip about other people in the workplace. It was absolutely maddening. I would get so frustrated. And on top of that, I would purposely be like working, like listening, but working She could see I was working. She could see I was concentrating on something else. She could see that I was trying to be productive, but she didn't care. She didn't acknowledge. She wasn't aware or whatever it was. I'm sure she did it innocently. I'm sure that she wasn't trying to be like, I'm going to mess up Sabrina's productivity for the day. So she goes home feeling insignificant. Obviously, but that is not her. That's not in her power. So you have to, as a person, take on responsibility for your own actions, for your own life, for what's going on in your world and what you're trying to get done. And if other people are pulling at you, it's your responsibility to console them and tell them, wait, to acknowledge of them acknowledge them, or ignore them completely. Ignore them completely. There is no harm in ignoring somebody. It's your world. It's your life. And if they're going to get upset about that, if they're going to get all up in a tizzy about that, that is their problem, not your problem. You, When you're in a job, you're getting paid to do your job. You're not getting paid to get distracted. When you're at home, Just because you're at home doesn't mean that you have the responsibility to answer every single question that's coming at you, whether it's from your spouse, whether it's from your kids, whether it's from your roommates, your neighbors, whoever is trying to constantly get into your world and distract you from doing what you ultimately want to be doing. Now, obviously, there is Obvious rules to this. Like, if you're a guy and you're watching, you know, the football game and your son comes up to you and is like, Daddy, I want to play cars. And you're like, not now. This is my power. This is my time. But then, but you never spend time with your son or you're never home and you just happen to be home, you know, cause you take work off for the, for the football game or whatever it is. I mean, that's your responsibility as an individual to take care of your son or to show attention to your son. And you can easily roar cars while you're watching the football game. Does that make sense? So you don't want to obviously abuse what I'm saying here. You need to be a good person. You need to be a good parent. Um and that obviously comes first but there are times um several times during your day when for real um the person being distracted puts blame on the outside environment as to why they didn't get stuff done you know I meant to get this and this and this done, but I got distracted by this, or this person needed my help with this, or this person needed me to run errands with them or this person. And it gets so overwhelming. I remember, you know, in my last job, I had stuff that I had to get done every single day. And my boss would constantly be pulling me in like a hundred different directions. Like, Hey, why don't you do this? And Hey, why don't you do that? And, but then at the end of the day, he'd be like, did you get all this done? And I'm like, No, I didn't get any of that done because I was with you running this errand. I was, you had me over here doing this or I had to go do this. So no, I didn't get any of that done. So there's a priority also. There's a priority. And that is when stuff like my 90 day planner or just having a planner in general, um, prioritizing your day so that you know what needs to get done every single day, Um, in order of prioritizing, one of the first things that I love to talk about is, um, is I don't know what it is, (laughs) is making sure that you get done the hard thing first. So as soon as you get in, in the morning, as soon as you get in, make sure that you're getting done the hardest thing that needs to get done. Whatever that is, there's always something when you when you start your day. There's always like that one phone call or that one person you need to contact, or that one email, or that one uncomfortable thing, or that like thing you need to move but you don't want to move it. Um, do that first. Just get it out of the way because when you get out that huge burden that's weighing on you. It just makes everything else so much easier. And it also makes it so that when you are concentrating on the thing that you're concentrating on, you don't have this thing like hovering over in your brain saying, you were supposed to move the conference table from room A to room B, but we're going to procrastinate until um, it happens. (coughs) We're going to procrastinate until five minutes before the meeting to move it. Just get it done immediately right away another thing that helps another thing that helps is when you are right and I just started to do this so I'm not coming from like a, a, you know holier-than-thou area here I just started to do this so normally my to-do list is like five pages long I'm not even kidding I'm doing so much with my personal, I'm doing so much with human better 365. Then you have all the social media. Now I have jacket junkie. There's literally lines, 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 lines of all the stuff that I need to be doing. When I wake up, I'm like, Holy cow, I have so much to do. But what I started doing is I started taking the long list and this is something that my 90 day planner implicates. Um, you write down all the things that you need to do every single thing in your life it's called like a mind dump everything in your life you write down then out of all those things which in my case is like five pages long you take out of that what you're doing for the day what you're doing for the day so this cuts your list one and number two It guarantees that what you have down on your smaller to-do list actually gets done. We need to be more diligent at making sure that the um, things on our to-do list are like imperative. Not like a, oh, I guess maybe if I can possibly get this done, then I will get it done. And if not, I will switch it to tomorrow. That's what I used to do, which is fine better than not writing a list at all, which many people do. Um, I would, I would rather that than nothing. However, um, making it like a priority or almost like a, a, um, a have to, like a religious thing, like you have to to do, what is on your to-do list, will guarantee, I'm telling you, my productivity went through the roof when I started to do this. When I started to write down exactly what I had to do for the day, and I have to do it, literally, it was like, night and day between the five page list because with the five page list you have to sit there at least what i did you have to sit there and you have to like read it all and like okay what do i want to do today i mean i don't really want to do that and i don't have this for that and i need to do this before i do that and then i don't really want to do that i should probably do this but i don't feel like doing this which is the whole like Get the hard stuff done first. But it gives you way too many options. If you take the bigger list and you shorten it and you like make it a religious belief that you have to get done all the things on that list, it doesn't matter. You have to get it done. If somebody interrupts you, if somebody says like, hey, let's go to lunch, but you were planning on going to the post office and the bank during lunch, no, you can't go to lunch. You have to allow yourself the power the power to make a decision for your life for your productivity for for the trajectory that your life is going on and stop allowing other people in your life to mess it up for you because at the end of the day they're not there paying your bills they're not there sweeping your floor because because you went to lunch with them. Now you didn't go to the post office or go to the bank. Now you have to go to the post office in the bank after work, which then cuts into your, um, time that you spend with your family at home, which cuts into being late for dinner, which cuts into less time with your two-year-old child who goes to bed at 7 30. And now instead of being home for an hour and a half, now you're only home for 45 minutes before they go to bed. There are, implication there are consequences that's the word there are consequences to all the actions that you take in your life and we have to stop um placing blame on other people for your life not going as as you want it to go or as you wish it were going because what you're doing when you're allowing people to um, jump in and kind of move your boat around. That's basically what they're doing. Like you're in a boat, your sail is going, and you're going this way. And then another person in another boat comes along your side of the boat and they're like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, going good, just going this way. And they're like, hey, well, what do you like? I'm thinking about going maybe fishing, like in that direction. You want to maybe like go with me? And you're like, well... I mean, I'm kind of like on a time schedule here and I'm kind of like, and they're like, well, it'd be really fun. And you know, it would help with our relationship and you know, being a friend and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, okay, I guess I'll go that way out of the way and then go fishing with you for an hour. And then you end up over there and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is so much fun. Two things are happening either like You're not even concentrating because you're so pissed off because you're supposed to be somewhere at a certain time or a a certain time schedule or whatever it was for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, for your life. Um, Or um, I don't remember what the other thing is, but that in itself is frustrating enough. But that is not their fault. See, we want to put blame on them. And then when we get home late, we want to be like, well... Uh, Billy wanted me to go fishing and I had to go like a half an hour out of the way and then we fished for two hours and then now I didn't do all my stuff that I told you that I would do and I know that I told you I would start remodeling the kitchen today for sure a hundred percent but Billy really needed my assistance in fishing so I'll like start the kitchen project tomorrow. And I know that I've been saying that like every day for the past six months. And I told you 100% that today was going to be the day, but you know, just like Billy, that's what we do. That's what we do in our life. We love to procrastinate things that are going on and we love to blame it on other people. Stop it. You have full control and full power over what is going on in your life. So, Cut your list in half, your to-do list. Make sure that the list that you have for your day is the list, is the list. You're going to get it done and you're not going to let anybody else get in the way of your list. You have to get it done. You can even show them the list. Like, listen, I still got to do like these four things. I would love to, but I still have to do like these four things. And if I interject you into here, then all these four things get pulled down to work until 10 o'clock or I'm gonna stop working at eight like I usually do and then this last thing that I was supposed to get done is not gonna to have to be shoved to the next day and then that's just gonna jumble up that day. Do you understand? You can show them the list. Um, do the hard thing first, which I talk about often. Do the hard thing first and don't multitask between things. When you are concentrating on a, um, on a subject or on a task, on a task, make sure that you're putting a hundred percent effort into that task, no matter what it is. If you're playing Power Rangers with your son, make sure that for a good 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever you're allowing with that, You are putting 100% effort into playing Power Rangers with your son. No phones, no computers, no wife interrupting you, nothing. Play Power Rangers with your son. If you are helping your your woman cook in the uh, kitchen, make sure you're putting 100% effort into cooking, into doing dishes, into talking. When your husband comes home from work, wives, and he's, you know, getting settled in the house and putting his stuff done and this and that and the other thing, and maybe you're cooking dinner and then you guys sit down, it's time for dinner. Don't allow like, oh, I still have to do dishes. Oh, I still have to sweep. Oh, you know, the kids or this and that and the other thing. Listen and pay attention to your family, to your spouse. Have a, um, a, um, incredibly deep and powerful conversation with your family. Don't let all the other things get, ar- when you're at work, stay on task. When you're cleaning out the basement, stay on task and do that 45 minutes, stay on task for 45 minutes. Don't let anything interrupt you. And then after the 45 minutes... Take a break, go outside, check your email, check your Facebook, go to the bathroom, grab a bite to eat, relax, then jump back in to another task or the same task and do another 45 minutes, but stay diligent. I'm telling you, this whole multitasking thing and going back and forth between a million different things is not a thing. It slows you down. This is not me talking. This is scientifically proven over multitudes of, um, multitudes of testing that there is no such thing as multitasking. There's actually a really good thing here that I want to read to you guys. So um, it's called habits. And this has to do with multitasking. So a habit is made up of three simple parts. It's a cue, a routine, and a reward. So the cue, which is the trigger for an automatic behavior to start, the routine, which is the behavior itself, and the reward. So this is the example, okay? It says, for example, when you wake up, that's the cue, You might immediately pick up your smartphone to bounce between a bunch of different apps. That's routine. I do that, actually. Which lets you feel caught up and connected with the world. That's the reward. Okay? So that is um, based all on dopamine and feeling really good in your life. Now, if you don't have your phone, if that's the routine that you've made up, the habit you've made up, and you don't do that, this is the same with coffee drinkers. There's a cue, waking up, there's the routine, making the cup of coffee, and then the reward of how it smells, how it tastes, how you feel, whatever it is. This is a habit. If you don't do the habit, see, at certain times during the day, our body is wanting or expecting a hit of dopamine. It needs that for energy. And um, if you don't do that, like let's say for instance, tomorrow I wake up and I don't touch my phone. I leave it on my desk and I go to the bathroom and I brush my teeth and I don't look at anything. There will be a slight dullness in my body for a few days or a week or a few weeks until I build a new habit of not picking up my phone when I, you know, during my morning routine because my body is so used to that hit of dopamine in the morning. See, that's my reward. I get to do all my things and feel productive that early in the morning. Another one that they give is, let's see if I can find it. Um, when you're trying to focus on an ugly task cue, you might habitually open up your email routine to continue to feel productive productive even though you're really procrastinating reward okay so that has to do with the um, doing the big thing first which is what I was talking about get the big things out of the way see this is exactly what happens when you're trying to focus on something that you don't like to do making a phone call that you don't want to make dealing with a conversation with a boss that you are trying to avoid um, you're going to habitually get distracted. You're going to check your email, you're going to check your text messages, you're going to strike up a conversation with Joe in the cubicle next door. And that will make you feel, and the the conversation will be about work. These are things that will make you feel productive, that's the reward, in order to not make you feel bad about not doing that ugly, gross, heavy task that you don't want to be doing. See, our world is made up of habits or routines that give us dopamine. So look in your life. Take a look at your life come out of yourself and look at your life look at a day and look at the areas of your day pay mindful attention to this while you're working or while you're at home and see the areas of your life where you know you should be doing something you allow some sort of a distraction okay some sort of a routine to get in the way, to bump something else out of the way, and then the reward you get for it. So let's say you promised your wife that you would come home and you would start putting up a fence in the yard. And when you come, that's the cue, okay? You're supposed to start, as soon as you get home from work, on a Tuesday, you're supposed to start putting up the fence. The fence has been sitting in the yard since last Saturday, okay? that's the cue the routine is this is a hard task and I really don't freaking want to be doing it super annoyed and she should be out here helping me um, the routine would be the neighbors outside and he's outside with his dog so I'm just gonna like casually be like hey strike up a conversation for two hours talking to my neighbor about gossip in the neighborhood or about politics or about wearing a mask Then you're going to go inside, it's going to be halfway dark out. You're like, sorry wife, I wasn't able to do it because Joe next door had me talking all day. But you feel a slight reward because now you're friends with the neighbor. Now you've built some rapport with the neighbor. So that's your excuse. Your excuse is, oh, you know, I'm building relationships. But it's not though. It's actually a habitual thing that you do in order to get out of tasks that you don't want to be doing. It's a way to procrastinate. So be honest with yourself. This isn't something that you're going to take a test on. This isn't something that I'm going to come up to you and know whether or not you're doing it or not. This is something that you yourself, if you want to become more productive in your life, that you're going to have to be completely honest with yourself. You're going to have to look at your life, view when you're doing this and stop doing it. And what happens is when you start making little tiny adjustments every single day, little tiny things every single day, you'll realize that the trajectory of your life going in this direction goes way faster and you'll feel it. You will actually feel the momentum of your life going in the direction that you want it to go in. Whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, whether it's financially, emotionally, you will feel the momentum of your life going in the correct direction when you decide to make these small little changes in your life. Um, what are a few more things that I wanted to talk about? Um, this one talks about meetings. So stop confusing productivity with laziness. While no one likes admitting it, share laziness is the number one contributor to lost productivity. In fact, a number of so-called saving methods, take meetings and emails, for example, are, are, are actually just ways to get out of doing real work. Place your focus on doing the things that matter most as efficiently and effectively as possible. I can totally see that all of these meetings, all of these emails that you have to get back to her, depending on what industry you're in. You know, when I was um, at my last job, you know, checking emails and being pretty diligent at getting back to people was pretty time sensitive. Um, but there was definitely areas, you know, within that were, um, that i did to feel productive but were actually procrastination tactics not and i didn't necessarily know that it wasn't as if i was purposely doing it these are all things that our mind does on purpose because we don't like doing hard things we don't like doing things that cause fear procrastination happens our body body purposely procrastinates when hard tasks come our way because our body is meant to save us. And that fear within us, they don't know if that fear is because there's a tiger like in the woods, ready to get you. Or if it's just a hard conversation with your boss, your body doesn't know the difference. It just feels the fear. So there's procrastination that happens within, within you. So it's not necessarily your fault, but now that you know, Now that you know, you need to start making adjustments in your life so you can become more productive, if that makes sense. So anyways, I thought that this was brilliant. I thought this was really brilliant. I'm so happy I got this out there. Um, Definitely way more information than my original podcast, I'm Multitasking, when I had heard about it. Found out so much more about your habits and your routines and just people interrupting you in general, all things that I didn't necessarily talk about in my original podcast. Um, So definitely more information here. And that's the awesome thing about human better 364 or 365 and this entire platform that we're creating here is allowing us to learn we're learning and then sharing the information with you i understand that it's very difficult at times or you can make up an excuse or whatever it is that there's no time to read and i totally get that um so going to avenues like this or going to companies like this that uh do the research for you and can provide the research for you in a short little 30 40 minute podcast. It's freaking brilliant. And I commend you for being here. I commend you for listening. Follow us on Human Better 365 on Facebook. It's a wonderful platform. Make sure it's ours. I think there might be like another Human Better or something out there, but it's active. Um, So make sure that the one that you're joining is us. Um and then we also have several groups. We have several groups um smaller groups that we maintain through Human Better 365. Um we have a uh, sober society which is all based upon um living a sober life and and it's not even like I have a problem with alcohol. It's just the spirit of not drinking and realizing the detrimental effect it has on your life so we have a whole platform on that on facebook we do one-on-one consultations we do personal um and virtual we have a workbook it's this whole thing Um, we also have another group called breaking free from narcissistic abuse very very similar it's an online platform teaches you how to save, how to become financially independent. A lot of times people who are in situations like that are um, in relationships because they're being financially abused and they have no way of getting out of that relationship. So we again provided a platform to teach individuals how to save money, how to make money in an atmosphere that is unhealthy for them. So uh, also ones on procrastination, time management, um, many, many different little classes within this um, umbrella of awesomeness. So make sure that you're digging in deep to who we are, reach out to me, reach out to my partner, Dane Walters, either one of us, will be more than happy, to help you guys out, with um, getting into the correct groups, that will benefit you, your family, your company, um, your mental and emotional health, all really good stuff, so anyways, thank you so much for joining me, make sure you're liking and subscribing, we always have, the best the best stuff given to you in a real way a real way we're real people we're dealing with this stuff ourselves uh we implement this stuff ourselves this isn't like you know some of these when you go to the gym and your trainer is like not fit and they're like do this and do that and eat like this and then you know that your trainer isn't doing that so it's really awkward and weird we're actually here we're living it we're doing all the things all the things we're constantly learning we're constantly um, adjusting the way we live and on the trajectory of our life shows that. And we want to build a community of individuals who are doing similar things, who are working hard to make their family life better, their work life better. And it's not about, um, you know, work-life balance and all being balanced. We realize here at Human Better 365 that there is no balance. We know that. We believe in an ebb and a flow through life. There's going to be times when your work is going better than your home. There's going to be times when your home is going better than your work. And same with your health. Your health is going to be up. Your health is going to be down. You're going to be sometimes arguing with certain areas. <laughs> we know that. But it's a constant ebb and flow through life going in the correct direction. Go, that, and that's what it's all about. It's coming up with a focus, coming up with a goal, as to what you want out of life and then allowing the boat to go in that direction, ebbing and flowing, not straight this way. Cause no one's life goes, goes that way. No one has a speed boat and they're just like going straight towards the goal and like nothing gets in your way. There's always stuff that gets in your way. There's seagulls, there's dolphins, there's other boats, there's icebergs coming out of the water. There's a, you're never going to be able There's storms that happen. You have to kind of allow your boat to ebb and flow through the waters according to what's coming at you. And that's what we teach you here. That's exactly our belief system, and that's who we're looking for. We're looking for other individuals who understand that. We're looking for other individuals who um, want to... Um, Be on a life trajectory of whatever that is and going through the ebbs and flows of the water with us. That's what we're looking for. So anyways, thanks for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better 365. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out my website for all my social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I'm here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Take immediate action and stay in control of your life by visiting humanbetter365.com. Start to envision your best life by focusing on empowering thoughts. Personal and group coaching available. Contact us today.